Welcome to Church Family Movement. This is the first part of a three-part interview Monet and I had with Julie Loy. Over the next three weeks, we will talk about what it means to have a healthy life, a healthy spirit, healthy soul, and a healthy body. Enjoy. Welcome to Being Church Podcast. This is episode number three, yes. and I'm back with Manet. Yes. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello. How are you doing? And we are also here with another member of Being Church. Named, her name is Julie Loy. Glad to be here. Well, glad to have you, Julie. And so I'll just give a little introduction on Julie. Uh, Julie has been a member of Being Church since August of 2020. And so uh, Julie has a personal ministry and part of being church, uh, our podcast, it's church, family and movement. And this week we're kind of hitting the movement aspect of our podcast and of our church. And Julie has a personal ministry called Heal Thy Life. Uh, Heal Thy Life is designed to enhance the overall health of your spirit, soul and body. Julie offers products and services such as the Heal Thy Life planner, journals and personal coaching. Her goal is to assist everyone in creating prioritized and healthy routines and rhythms in their life while fostering intimacy with God through the use of these specialized tools. And so welcome, Julie. Thank you so much. Yes, we are glad, glad to, to have, have her. Yay! <laughs> Julie is actually my best friend. And can we maybe talk about how we met? So the Before we do that, Monet, let's go ahead and pray. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you again for uh, this opportunity to sit down together this week and discuss about spirit, soul, and body. And we thank you for our, our audience, everybody that's listening. I pray that um, this uh, episode was going to help a lot of people to be able to connect with their spirit and their soul and their body mm -hmm. and to use it for your glory. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Julie, do you want to kind of talk about how we met? Well, uh, I think it started with prayer. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yes. Yeah. So I was going to a church that I was going previously, and they were just starting out, and I was having a hard time to connecting with people. So I prayed. I prayed to God. I said, God, will you bring me a woman, preferably a woman that is single, to be a friend? And uh, that's when I actually, we had, um, at one small weekend, I think we had an outreach and we were, they were serving food and we were at a pavilion and I just happened to walk up to Julie and we started talking and we talked as if we had known each other our whole life. Hmm. Do you remember that? That's true. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yep. There was definitely a connection. Right from the the very beginning, we had so many things that we could just talk on and on about, and it was easy. Yes. You were an instant friend. Yes, and I think the other thing that we connected about, we connected spiritually, because you were so interested in the spirit and the soul and body, and we connected so much, and we had so much to, to talk about. So I'm so excited about what you're doing, and also Julie is going to be getting married in 18 days. Yes. Mm. Yes. That's exciting. Amen. <laughs> Dave Loy. Yep. Huh? Yes. Right. <laughs> so I have to practice my new name, Julie Loy. Yes. <laughs> it's difficult to say. <laughs> no, I say I. I know. Uh, 
I saw the connection that you guys had the first time. I think it was the first time you were in in the church, and we we were all uh, at our home, and I had seen Julie and Manet, I think sitting on the floor playing footsies with one another, and I said, "Okay, this is a deep connection. If these two ladies are playing footsies with one another." Yes, that's pretty deep. Yeah, our connection was really heaven sent, and Julie has been an instrument of help to me in all areas of my life, spiritually, physically. I remember one time I was going through a really hard time and Julie was one of the people that could realize that I was going through so much pain. And for, instead of her judging me, she came, I, I was actually through, going through a really uh, big depression. And Julie just came and sat with me. She didn't judge me, she just sat and listened. She didn't try to say, get out of it, you know, snap out of it or anything. She just sat there and listened and, that was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And that's when I knew that she was my soul sister. <laughs> and so as you guys listen, uh, kind of as Manet and I uh, tag team this uh, interview with Julie, just know that Julie is someone who is incredibly compassionate. Yes. She's incredibly caring. She is an incredible listener. And if you really listen and and really attuned to what she's saying you're going to get a lot out of this podcast episode yes because there's a lot of of knowledge and wisdom that she has that that comes from the father that comes from jesus but she articulates it so well yes. um it's really a part of who she is yes that spirit yep. soul and body and and living a healthy life and mm -hmm. so we are very grateful to have her and uh, i hope you guys are too Yes. Thank you. Well, Julie, the floor is all yours. Can you tell us who you are and what God is? Yes. Well, it was actually my best friend, Manet, who brought to my awareness um, my passion for spirit, soul, and body health. Hmm. Um, so I'll tell this story yes. just quickly. But so we were on the phone, um, and I think I had recently um, watched something about uh, physical health, and uh, I was very much interested in it and wanted to share it with you. And and then I just started kind of getting on this soapbox about um, the importance of of people not only having physical health, um, but also having that connection to the Lord to um, help them in their process of healing. And um, I just was getting super excited and passionate about this and how it all needs to be connected in it. You know, it can't be separated or segmented into, you know, you go to the doctor to get your, you know, heart checked and then you go to church and, and receive uh, a word from the pastor. And then you go to your counselor and you talk about your past wounds and it's like, it all needs to be connected. Why can't it, it needs to be connected. And um, so it was Manet who said, Julie, you have a God-given passion for this. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, it was like the Holy Spirit just really stirred within me. And, I, and her words just made me pause. And I knew I had to pause on her words <laughs> and not just let it go in one ear and out the other. But if, if this truly was a God-given passion, then I, that's serious. <laughs> if God gives you yes. a passion, then you need to consult with God about it. Absolutely. And yes. And so that was what I did is I, I took it seriously and I got up the courage to talk to God about it and say, you know, God, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I have all these interests, you know, is this from you? And do you want me to do something with this? 
and what I don't I don't know what you want me to do with it because I I do see that people need a way to connect the three yes the spirit soul and body and a way to understand those three for wholeness and for healing and you know I just you look around and you see so many people who are sick and who are hurting and you know they're either sick with a physical illness or they're going through extreme mental um challenges um or they just or they don't know the lord they don't know how to connect to the lord and so it just it's a burden i guess you could say on on my heart and um i'm just i'm wanting to learn more about it so that i can help others as well so Mm -hmm. and so we know this is uh spirit there's so much to the spiritual there's so much to the body mm-hmm. and there's so much to the soul. soul. The soul. Yes. And so this is something that we're going to address for the next two, three, yes. two or three uh, episodes. And then I know we're going to have some more people on uh, regarding kind of psychologists, psychiatrists of the like. And so Julie's really going to gonna bridge the gap between um, kind of the heal thy life, which what she's got going on from with the spirit, soul and body to uh, other professionals kind of in the, in the mental health industry. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, so can you kind of actually, cause you, you were talking about the spirit, soul and body. Can you tell about how they are connected and what are the repercussions that happens when that is uh, not in alignment? Mm-hmm. Sure. So, um, first you probably want me to maybe define for people. Yes. Um, especially uh, spirit and soul, because those are, I mean, for me, at least they were, I wasn't really clear on what, what exactly they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, body, of course, is self-explanatory. It's, it's any physical symptom or physical sensation we can, we can have uh, with our five senses, uh, things we can see and touch and experience in our body. So that's easy. Right. Um, so then there's spirit and soul is what I like to call it. And so um, our spirit, so we were made in the image of, of God. And I think it's interesting that God is triune. So there's three parts and there's three parts, the way that I look at it to, uh, to us as humans too. So we are made of spirit, soul, and body. Right. And so our spirit is that part of us that the Lord created, uh, to commune with us. So it's that part of us where we can actually receive, uh, communication from him and we, it's kind of like that, that intuition and that knowing mm-hmm. place that we have inside of us when the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. So um, that, that part of us is, is made just so that we can connect with the Lord on that very deep and um, um, almost like that gut level. Okay. So that's kind of our spirit. Um, and then our soul I like to define it as our mind, our will, and our emotions. Mm-hmm. So um, most of us know what those those three are. Um, the will, I guess we can talk about, um, is kind of our desires, our needs, um, what it is that motivates us, our passions, that we can think about it like that. And then the mind, I think of it as like our thoughts, our brain, the things we're thinking about. Um, and then our emotions are our feelings, our um, what we're experiencing um, on that emotional uh, feeling level. So that's kind of the soul. And there's so much to the soul, again, (laughs) as Bobby mentioned, that we could delve into and go into just so many tangents. Yes. Um, But when the three of them are working together, um, then you have a better chance for being healthy. Right. And for experiencing wholeness. So that's kind of the, the goal. 
Um, the goal isn't perfection, but it's just to be connected to yourself, to your spirit, soul, and body, and to be aware that there are three things in motion, three things at play that um, we can tap into, right. and we can we can get um, information from, and we can we can lean into, and um, you know have have a greater sense of balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that word balance because if you like you know as you are talking, I'm reminded of a car. If a car is out of an alignment, like one side of the tires get worn out, right? Or like the car is like shaky. So when those are not connected, if we're not aligned, it almost like our life gets shaky mm-hmm. and we'll get worn out. And um, most people, like we don't know that the spirit needs care, just like our mm-hmm. body needs care. Like in January, everybody's talking about, you know, going out to the gym, right? Yes. But nev- no one ever addresses the spirit, you know, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this is a, this is a, I'm sure for the listeners there too. It's this is a, a weighty subject, um, mm-hmm. and just as kind of for me, I, I love listening to you, Julie, because you explain it so well. But um, it's it's something that I haven't tapped into. You know, I'm the way my mind works is I, I can only kind of do one thing at a time, and so mm-hmm. I. Is that compartmentalize? Yeah. I compartmentalize and, and I say, so it's, it's difficult for me. This yeah. is something I could definitely benefit from, from the balance of spirit, soul, and body. And so mm. eager to hear more about what you have to say, maybe for the listeners and, and for me as well, we could kind of start with, with spirit, kind of what more, if you kind of unpack spirit, um, how would you unpack it? Okay. Um, so spirit, the way that I like to think of it is just, um, again, that intimacy with the Lord. So, mm-hmm. uh, when you're wanting to nurture the spirit, your spirit, it's, it's connecting with the Lord. So, um, there are a number of disciplines, a number of ways to go about this, but essentially it's prayer. Right. Um, so, um, different people might nurture their spirit in different ways. There's different, um, ways to go about praying and connecting with the Lord and receiving that communication with him and communicating with him. Um, so a great thing to do is just to be still. Um, so even in scripture, it says, be still and know that I am the Lord. So it's very hard for you to be in tune with your spirit when you're Mm. rushing, rushing, Mm. uh, when you're, when you're distracted by lots of, lots of earthly things. Um, when, you know, you're just focused on your to-do list so really to connect to your spirit, you have to be still, you have to get quiet. Um, you have to hit pause, slow down. And that's something that's been really hard for me in my life, but that's usually what I have to remind myself to go back to when I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, if, if I'm not being led by my spirit or by the spirit of God, I just I have to pause mm-hmm. and let that, because the spirit flows and it flows from our, from, uh, from the spirit of God into our own spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in order to let it flow, you have to, uh, remove obstacles. You have to remove things that are, that are distractions. You have to almost consciously allow it mm-hmm. to, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, too, like you said, so the spirit is prayer. Mm-hmm. What I've heard prayer, uh, expressed as is intentionally conveying a message to God in everything we do. Mm-hmm. Manet at our, at our last church gathering, you said mm-hmm. even crying 
is praying. I, so they're, they're liquid prayers. Yeah, yeah, I call that liquid prayers. <laughs> when you <laughs> Absolutely. And so that's connection. And I see yes. that. So there's balance there. Um, is like you said, Julie, the emotion. So when the emotion brings the physical nature of the tears to begin to flow, there's yes. a balance right there's, there. Yes. You got spirit working, you got the, the emotions going, and then the body's producing tears. Mm -hmm. So there is, is a balance there. Mm -hmm. um, talk about, I know you talked about prayer, how that is part of that spirit, but what about the mm -hmm. also the Word of God? Yes, so um, the, the Word of God is, is active and alive. Yeah. And so when we go to the pages of Scripture and we open it up, um, it's important to open up um, your spirit to and and turn to it with a openness, with a re right. with, um, a desire to receive. Um, and so, be ready. Right. <laughs> you know, essentially, um, be expecting to receive in your spirit um, something that the Lord has for you. Yeah. And so, because those are, that's, that's him, that's his words. And, um, a lot of times you'll, you will, you'll, you'll turn to scripture and you'll get this knowing, right. you know, as you're reading those pages, you'll feel that in your, in your intuition, in your, in your gut, that, that the Lord is speaking something to you right. on, on very personal level and only to you, right. um, that means something for you in this moment of, of time and mm -hmm. in this moment of your life. And, so that's that's your spirit receiving from the word of God. Mm -hmm. Right. What if we take this a little deeper? Okay, we're we're kind of doing just off the cuff here, but <laughs> I, I, remind me of the scripture where he says, "I will give you a new spirit, a new heart. I will put within you. Right. And I will cause you to walk in my statutes." Is that mm -hmm. Ezekiel? Uh, forget. <laughs> but 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 I will I will give you. A, God says I will give you a new heart and a new spirit. And so essentially when we're outside of Christ, we have a spirit. Right. When we're in Christ, we receive Christ, we receive a new, new spirit, spirit. Yes. That is the spirit of God. Mm -hmm. So when we go into these intimate times with God and we're his child and we know we can hear his voice, when you talk about that knowing, um, we do pause, get silent, read his word, read what he's written about his own character, mm -hmm. and then receive that. Right. There's a receiving of the word in order for us to really build our spirit. We have to receive that word of God, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. And like I like what you're saying, Bobby, because everybody, whether you believe in God or not, has a spirit. Mm -hmm. But like you said, when you become a Christian, then you got, you're got you born again, so you got the new spirit. Mm -hmm. And then connecting that with the Holy Spirit, then that really, that's what makes us Christians, like if, you know, when our our spirit is renewed, that's how you're able to forgive when you don't want to forgive because the Holy Spirit reminds you like, hey, you need to forgive. That's what the word of God says. So I think that is very healthy for to have a healthy um, spiritual life. Like you were saying, you need to have prayer and the word of God. So I think like, just like we eat food, right? Our spirit can starve. Is that right, Julie? Do you, what do you think? Like, like I, I was, if we don't feed our spirit, like the yeah. word of yes. God, uh, you know, um, getting together with other believers, mm -hmm. I feel like that's how you feed the, the spirit. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think it, it, it gives us our life. Uh, and mm -hmm. it's um, it's kind of, I think I remember you telling me, you know, you need to be connected to the source. Yes. If I want to love and I want to produce, um, you know, good fruit in my life, I can't do that apart from 
the Lord, apart right. from God, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's one way. I mean, he, he built us to receive from him. Mm-hmm. Right. And he built us with that spirit so that, um, you know, but if we're not going to the word, if we're not receiving, if we're not connecting to him, then our spirit, like you said, right. I think it it suffers. Right. You yeah. know, it's not it's not operating in in that in the capacity, in the full capacity that it could. Mm-hmm. Right. So really hear this, guys, that because we get into time seasons where we can feel and we, and we become spiritually dry. Mm-hmm. And so really take note of that, especially right now as we're, as we're speaking to you. Um, if you feel that in your life, if you feel spiritually drained, spiritually dry, um, you know, we invite you, get into the Word. Right. Get into the Word, to read the Word, to pause, to consider what the Word is saying, essentially to consider what God is saying to you and to receive it. Um, and to get into God and, and just be completely open and transparent in prayer. Mm-hmm. The word of God and prayer, they're inseparably joined and they're mm-hmm. essential to you having a healthy spiritual life. One thing I want to make note of is when it comes to reading the word, that's great. But but almost more important, after you read that word, you have to pause and meditate on that word right. to really be able to receive it. And there's a quote by a guy, I think his name's Thomas Watson, I think. He says, uh, the reason we come away uh, cold when we read the word of God is because we don't take time to meditate. Meditate. <laughs> I'm trying to get this right. Let me let me quote it again. Sorry. Um, the reason we come away cold when we read the word of God is because we don't take time to warm ourselves by the fire of meditation. Oh, that's good. And so, really think about that. Get a get a visual of that as you open your Bible and you read. When, when you feel, okay, that's God, God's speaking something to me with that word, mm-hmm. pause, close your eyes. Imagine, like like Julie said earlier, that word is alive and active. Ima- mm-hmm. Imagine a, 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 warmness, a, a warmth to that word and just really sit there in front of that word and, and let God speak to you. Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's really good. Meditation is very important. And that that's a form of feeding your spirit also. When you are meditating on the word of God like David, you know David in Psalms, he talked about meditating on the word of God day and night. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um so I think that's very yeah, that's really good, Bobby. Yeah. And good. also um this just came to me about relationships. So the goal is to have a relationship with our Lord, with right. with yeah. God. And so he speaks to us. So think think about communication with anybody. Right. One you know, one person talks and the other person one. listens. Like well, what do we do right now? <laughs> responds. Yes. And you know, and then it goes it kind of goes back and forth. And so it's really no different. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're receiving the word of God, we're we're hearing straight from God, we're receiving it, we're listening. We may have a word back to the Lord after we read something and after He speaks something to to, to our spirit, um, and so we can we can continue that just like a conversation with the Lord and mm-hmm. um, have that develop that intimacy. Yeah, and and great point. And and I would I would encourage you guys and and us including, don't limit yourself in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Don't make it just 
15 minutes out of a day and then you go about the rest of your day. That's important to spend that quality time with God where there's no distraction. It's just Mm -hmm. you and him. Mm -hmm. But also, like you said, meditate on the word day and night Mm -hmm. all day long. Speak to God. Right. Yeah. Awesome. So we're learning guys as as we talk this out, you know. We're uh, we're learning. We're we're happy to learn with you and we're happy to be learning from you, Julie. Yes. So we appreciate again, you know, you being here. So um what about uh if we transition to soul? Let's let's talk about soul, but I know you said it was emotions, mind and the will. And the will. So let's go with uh emotions. Okay. What can you kind of uh, just introduce introduce us more to the emotional side? Okay. So the emotions are God-given. Um, they're spoken about in the Bible many, many times. Um, a glad heart. You know, there's angry words in, in the Psalms. So our emotions aren't bad, mm-hmm. um, but they can't, they, they are not supposed to rule us either. They're not supposed to be the main ones in charge, but we do have to acknowledge them and they have, mm-hmm. and we have to put some value on that part of our soul. Right. So it's important to just be aware of what you're feeling, um, throughout the day and in certain situations and circumstances and events that occur. Um, so one practice that I've learned from a program called alive and free is called, uh, or is, putting um, your hand on your heart. I know it sounds really simple, but it's a way to connect yourself to your heart, to a part of your soul mm-hmm. that um, that will allow those emotions to um, allow you to connect to what you're feeling. So sometimes I don't know what I'm feeling. I don't know if any of the listeners can uh, relate to this, but sometimes I'll, I'll completely disconnect from what mm-hmm. I'm feeling mm-hmm. and I yeah. won't even be aware. So I think step one is just being aware and not, you know, putting any kind of judgment on what you're feeling, but just trying to understand yourself. And so you can put your hand on your heart and you can just ask yourself, ask your heart, ask yourself, you know, what are you feeling right now? Mm -hmm. Um, And you may be surprised what comes up. Uh, Sometimes it may be, I'm feeling pain. Or I'm just feeling really worried or nervous mm-hmm. or anxious. Um, and from there, you can um, you can even have a dialogue with yourself. Um, I think I was thinking about this earlier today. What do we think about? Were you guys raised to think that like if you talked to yourself or like kids that talk to themselves were weird? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was just thinking about this. I actually think that talking to ourselves is is inc- is really uh, beneficial and, yeah. it, and it shouldn't be weird i wish that didn't have that stigma to it i mean right. maybe not out around everybody else i mean but in right. private I, and in in your mind mm-hmm. you can just say you know what are you feeling and okay well let's talk about this like why are you feeling this way mm-hmm. and like a best friend would talk to you like i would talk to you Manet, and i'd right. be like well of course you're feeling that way. You know, that's not wrong. And, you know, you had this happen and that happen. And, and you know, I think we just, our, our own heart and our own soul just wants to be heard. Right. right? We mm-hmm. all want to be known, seen, seen heard, heard, listened to, acknowledged, um, and accepted for right. wherever we're at. Right. And right. so it has to start with us doing that for ourselves. Uh-huh. And so that's soul care, you know, that's, yeah. that's the emotions part. Just being aware, acknowledging 
talking through some things either, you know, with, a, it could be with a friend, with a counselor with, but also learn to do it with yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's where I would start with the emotions. Yeah, that's great. I'm reminded, you can help me maybe Monet, where David is being crushed. Yes. He talks about him being crushed mm-hmm. and he, he stands up, he say, wait, like he's like, he's being defeated mentally. He's right. Defeating, mm-hmm. And then he says, wait a minute. Um, soul, I'm going to speak to you and tell mm-hmm. you what God says about who I am. Yes. Right. Right. Do you remember that scripture? It's in Psalms. No, but, um, so yeah, exactly. Julie, I'm reminded like when we wake up in the morning, we often carry the problems of yesterday into today. Mm. And we have to, like you said earlier, we have to stop, pause. And now we're talking about the soul, so the emotions and say, okay, wait, what am I feeling right now? Mm. Because if we don't do that and we don't address it, we're going to drag it through the day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so we do have to, just like we talked about the Spirit, we have to stop, we have to pause, we have to listen, we have to speak to the Lord. But we also now, when it comes to the soul and the emotions, we have to stop, pause, we have yes. to speak to our own soul. Right. We have to listen what our heart is, is speaking to us mm-hmm. and then respond accordingly and, and address that. Get help when help is needed. Speak to others. Mm-hmm. Speak to God. Speak right. to others. That's why we have each other, right. and uh, and get it addressed, as opposed to dragging it through the day, the week, the month, the years, and and through life. Right. Um, it needs to be addressed. Yes. Right. Yeah, I really like this uh, topic of, about emotions because most of us, especially men, like I come from a culture where men are not allowed. You know, like they're shunned if they show any kind of emotion, like especially like crying or. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think, like you said, it's all important to feel those feelings because I think God allowed us to have those emotions for a reason. And even the Bible says you can be angry, but don't let the sun go down on you or don't sin in your anger. So God understands that. So when mm-hmm. things happen sometimes, some people, they are afraid to show an emotion mm-hmm. or because sometimes if you do, you know, you know, like you might experience un- uh, conditional love, you know. So yes. if you show an emotion, how are people going to look at you? Mm. So I like how you say that it's important for us to to experience those emotions and not to shun them, but to embrace them and then ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? Why am I angry? Why am I worried? Why am I filled with anxiety right now? But don't shove the uh, the emotions down, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and sometimes that's awesome, Anae. Um Sometimes, you know, I still won't really be able to pinpoint what I'm feeling or why. Mm-hmm. And so this is a perfect opportunity to invite the Lord in. Right. I always invite him in or try to from the very beginning when I'm when I'm going to be talking to my heart. I'll be like, Lord, you know, help me. Help me to, um, to understand myself <laughs> because the Lord understands us more than we understand ourselves. Yes. So he's the one that knows exactly what we're thinking, feeling, going through, have gone through just the way that we're intricately, intricately made. So invite him in, yes. you know, just ask him to, to, to op- ask him to help you open your heart up and to discover what's in there. So let's, let's do that guys. Let's, let's pause for a second together. And, um, and just kind of practice this, put this into practice. And we'll put it in, turn it into a prayer. And so Father, as we, as we hear our own self speak and, and we speak to, to those who listen to us, um, we ask you to help them in this area of their life 
when it comes to negative thinking patterns that they would hear what you have to say about them they would see themselves the way you see them and so that they would pause at whatever part of day that they're in and anything that's nagging at them any self-destructing thought that they would kind of visualize a stop sign stop stop thinking that way and then as they do read your word and receive your word and receive what you have to say about them that they would replace those negative self-destructive thoughts with your thoughts and your truth and your love and your peace and your comfort and your care and so bless all of us in that area of our life that we would read your word receive your word the way in which you want us to receive it as truth about who we are and whose we are and what we're created to be and created to do and so just bless all of our prayer life our time with you as you replace these self-destructive thoughts with your word and so just bless us in that way we pray that in jesus name amen that's good bobby and i just want to also like while we are in the mode of praying right now i just feel like i have to pray for people that you know their emotions they have had to shove them down because of life or because of, they come from a culture where you're not allowed to show any emotion. So I just pray that, you know, I pray in the name of Jesus that whoever, men, women, boy or girl, that has suffering from emotional issues, that God will just come and help them, re- help them renew their mind, uh, help them to renew their mindset so that they can flourish in their emotion life. And those people that are emotionally um, deprived right now, I pray that God will send His Holy Spirit to help them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. We love prayer in this podcast. <laughs> this concludes part one of a three-part interview with Julie Loy. See you next week.